It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is your host, Paul Etzbitter Jr., and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and and review the show that way we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey and now let's start the show welcome to the educated hustle podcast this is your host paul Eisenberg jr my co-host Emilio porter Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. I'm excited. This week has a lot of big news, a lot of big news. I mean, I think, Amer- well, I can't say America's favorite company, but I know for the millennials, our favorite company, our own, you know, the, even better than Walmart experience, Amazon, Mr. Jeff Bezos himself has become the richest man in the world, right? Yeah. Um, Amazon... Obviously, the big news this year for Amazon is that they purchased Whole Foods for $13.7 billion in cash, and that shot Amazon's stock price over $1,000 per share, so making Jeff Bezos, who is the majority shareholder of Amazon uh, and also CEO, the richest man in the world. So definitely huge news, and then Amazon's not going to stop building its empire, I mean, they're looking into all different kind of things to invest and purchase and buy so that they can slowly dominate the world, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and I, you can't blame them. Amazon's a great thing. I mean, I just ordered something on there last night. And, of course, they charge you as soon as it hits the morning. So in case you do some regret ordering, Amazon don't care. But anyways, um, <laughs> I think it's incredible. The thing about me, like, I wasn't even surprised that Jeff Bezos became the number one person. I was more surprised that before him, Bill Gates had it. Like, I know Bill Gates is rich. Like, don't get me wrong. I know Microsoft, all that was filthy. But I didn't think he was num- I didn't think he was the number one dude, though. I thought it was, like, you know, some Arab oil hair and, you know, some weird dude up there. Then maybe Billy was in the top ten. But to, like, hear that Bill Gates was number one before him. I'm just like, yo, Bill Bill Gates, like, I mean, yeah, he's second in who has the most money in the world, but I think we can all agree that's not a second place that anyone would would not mind to have. So I'm, props to Billy for, for, still, for still being relevant, even though his name really does not come up that much anymore. Yeah, man, but Bill's been holding it down for a long time. I mean, you know, Microsoft was, you know, developing computers for the longest then Apple came through and, you know, it's, it's, Bill's been holding it down. And, uh, you know, I think he, he's kind of been quiet lately cause he's, you know, Microsoft isn't really doing anything different as far as innovations or technology. They're just kind of holding steady while Amazon and Google continue to dominate the software industry. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see what Microsoft has up its sleeve. I'm sure that might, uh, stir some competition between billionaires, you know? 
Hey man, don't be getting too hard on Microsoft. We're we're two big consumers on there. Don't forget what the Xbox came from. So I'm just saying, <laughs> don't don't bite the hand, Billy. If you hear, we we you know we ain't trying to offend. We we yep. we, we on your side, brother. We on your side. <laughs> but um, yeah. this week is an incredible week too because we get to have a little Educator Hustle alumni reunion. Yes, so yes, so yes. It is true. We were able to fight through the horde of people trying to get down to break down this woman's door, but she's back. Alicia Nicole is back once again. It's been probably, I don't know the exact date, but we'll probably say it's been almost a year since she first came on Educate Hustle. And boy, oh boy, has her life changed. She's really sitting down to give us not only like advice on how to get past your fears and elevate your business, but also some life advice and some changes she has to make now because she's in a lot different of a an environment and seat than she was when she last came onto the show right paul yeah man and we don't usually bring guests back uh you know there's only been a, one other guest that's came back on the show but we whenever we see someone out here doing really big things uh and continuing to build their brand and um you know affecting their community and affecting their business uh, we definitely want to check in and see how they're doing and see what other advice they can give to our listeners. So I know Alicia Nicole's episode was pretty, pretty good and people responded to it well. So we definitely wanted to bring her back so that she can educate the rest of our audience as well. Yeah, and she does a phenomenal job at that. And what's cool about it is that we actually got to, spoiler alert, sit down for the extended hustle of the week. It will be Alicia Nicole. And one thing that's cool about extended hustle is we, you know, debuted it last week with um Wendy Hendry, and the response to it was really amazing. We really are glad to hear that people are sitting down and, you know, hanging with us for those ten minutes of some odd fun yet like questions that we're doing the same thing with alicia nicole this week so yeah you know we you know we got some you no know, pre pre spoilage of what fridays to bring but obviously you know when you hear the interview she does a lot of amazing things and we had a great time and a great conversation and she she kind of did a first she was like the first guest we've had that uh basically pre-scheduled us for the next interview so that's a <laughs> that's an interesting uh um aspect that we got to go through but yeah she was a Great time. Always great to catch with uh, Educated Hustle alumni, and we definitely look forward to catching up to some more as we see them, because, you know, we're always watching through these educated streets of what people are doing to bring prominence. But you know what? I'm not going to hold you all up too much. We're just going to have this quick commercial break, but then, of course, on to the lovely, the beautiful, the talented, the amazing, add all the other superlatives you want to add in there, Alicia Nicole. And we are joined today by a familiar guest. Miss Alicia Nicole, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing well. Glad to have you back on. We uh we definitely thank you thank you once again for you know joining Educated Hustle and providing your time. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me again. I, I feel special. <laughs> no problem. And one of the reasons we have you on again is because uh you're definitely doing a lot of work as far as improving your brand and creating more opportunities for yourself. So we kind of just wanted to give you the floor to uh, kind of revisit some of the highlights since the last time you've been on. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah, so uh, just kind of start with the, you know, your your the services that you provide. You know, one on one clarity coaching. Kind of refresh the listeners on what what is it again? What the clarity coach is? Yeah, so I technically I'm a business coach, so I help creative women through the process of starting and growing their online business. Um, but I say that I'm a clarity coach because that's kind of like my sweet spot. So I love helping women who 
have a bunch of ideas, but they're not really sure what to do with it, or they're not really sure how to go about it or which idea is actually worth pursuing. Um, and I love working with women too, who feel like they should be doing something more. They feel like, you know, they're tired of their career. They want to move forward in something different, but they're really unsure of what they should be doing. So I help them gain clarity in all of those big random ideas and help them navigate through figuring out what they want to do and also showing them how to turn that idea into a profitable online business. Um, I also, too, have been recently, um, since the last time we talked, just digging more deeper into the personal development side of that, too. So thinking about how people's faiths can help, you know, shape their, uh, the way they run their business and the different mindsets and like mental obstacles that a lot of creative women have to get through before they can even think about pursuing a business. Because if you can't get past the fear, the comparison, the self-doubt, it's going to be tough for you to start a business. And even if you do, you're going to make the process a lot harder than what it should be. So that's really what a clarity coach is and what she does. Um, but since the last time we spoke, um, I have completely revamped all of my services to kind of infuse all of that into what I do. Um, I also limited the amount of clients that I'm currently taking on as well, just so I can spend more time working with my clients, making sure they're set. Um, so after we talk, I don't feel like I'm just, you know, throwing them into the wild. So I have the 90 day blueprint, which is my three month coaching package. Um, it's more for creatives who already have an established business, but they kind of feel stuck or kind of feel stagnant. Um, and then I help them through that, helping them create like their next product or service. Um, and then there is the Clarity Power Hour, which is uh, a one-month coaching session. That's where I help creatives who are really unsure of what they're doing um, or have a lot of ideas. That's why I really dig deep and just simply help them gain clarity and figure out exactly who it is they are wanting to target and the type of business model they are wanting to create around that big idea. So that is me. That's what I do. <laughs> it sounds so technical saying it out loud. <laughs> I, I enjoy her modesty because she's like a big deal now. Like me and Paul oh. fight through her secretary and armed guards to get her to come oh, back. Whatever. She was just like, she, she kind of looked over and saw us below, you know, from atop her castle and was like, oh, I know those guys. Let them oh. through. So, so much whatever modesty. i i need a secretary or an assistant so <laughs> i'm doing it all by myself right now so if y'all know of anybody tell them to holler at me because i need help <laughs> that's the job poster <laughs> right there <laughs> right <laughs> so i mean in in all the craziness that's happened um with with you growing your business another big event has happened you know um you are a married woman now. He, he put a ring on it. And I know yes. for a lot of people that run their own business, that's one of the things they, they, they have to uh, learn to adapt to is now you have your, your personal life and your business life. And how have you been able since you, you've been married to kind of make sure that they both uh, merge together and become one, basically? I always say this, like, I don't know if it works like this in everybody's marriage, but thank thank you, first and foremost. But I don't know. Like I, I tell everybody keeps asking me, like, how do you feel, you know, after being married? And we're both like, eh, it's kind of the same. Like nothing really feels different. Um, 
but it's been easy to balance because we've been doing the relationship thing for a few couple years now. So we already were into like that routine of running our business and being together and making sure we make time for each other. And he's an entrepreneur too. So he uh, has his own clothing line and he is also a graphic designer as well. So we both understand the times when we need to ground it out and work. And then we all always also know when it's time for us to put the computers away and just chill out together. So I think it's just been natural for us to find like a common balance because we we're both very clear on our goals, but we also know that we need that time together as well. So it's been an easy transition, I would say. I don't want to jinx myself and then like a couple weeks from now we're like arguing. <laughs> but, it's been, <laughs> but it's been an easy transition. I, I would say we've been very blessed the past two months because it hasn't been that long. <laughs> wow, two entrepreneurs coming together. That must be hectic yeah. as far as work-life balance. Yeah, I mean, it's helpful. <laughs> his his office is like a, right across from mine. So when we're working, you know, we can like yell across the room or across the hallway if we need anything. But it's it's been it's been good. It's been a, a really interesting ride. I'm not sure how it's gonna work when children come into the picture. <laughs> but right <laughs> now know. we're making it work right now. <laughs> Y'all probably have them doing like business homework, you know, start your own lemonade stand business or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. They're they're gonna have to earn their keep it like five. <laughs> <laughs> Like you gotta get a job, homie. <laughs> Five year old man. Well, that's how you build the drive, right? Yeah, they better be cute. Put them in some commercials or something. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And uh, yeah, we we mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, you had talked about you know women who you coach who may be afraid to kind of take that next step. You know, whether it be doubting themselves or doubting that they can get their their creative juices off the ground. Um, What's something that you advise against, you know, uh, using fear to motivate yourself or how do you have your clients deal with fear? So it's not really getting rid of the fear because there, it's impossible to be 100% fearless. Like fear is just like any other emotion. You're going to cry. You're going to be sad. You know, it's it's just like any other emotion you feel throughout the day. So it's I let them know that it's impossible. I feel like there is a big thing where like, you have to be fearless. You know, you can't feel the fear, but come on now. Like it's, that's not possible at all. So instead of telling them that they're wrong for feeling that fear, I first get down to what's causing that fear. So a lot of times it's irrational things like, oh my gosh, if I start this business, I'm going to be too successful and I won't have time for my family. Well, if you're too successful, then that's actually a good thing. And you'll figure out how to make time for your family. Or it's if I, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. Well, you know, if you do fail, then that's just a learning experience. You've got some experience under your belt. Now you know how to go back at it again and correct your mistakes. So instead of them looking at failure or fear as something that's negative, I try to flip it back and say, well, what if, it does work out in your favor. You know, even if you do fail, it's not going to be such a bad thing. So it's really just getting to the core of what's causing them this fear. And then just simply letting them know that you can feel it, but you can't let it stop you. And I always share with them as well that you're going to feel this fear, but instead of you closing your laptop and walking away, 
What if you literally forced yourself to continue doing what you were doing? So that way, instead of looking at fear as this big, massive wall that's impossible to break through, you're looking at it as, I don't know, like a fence that you can easily jump over. Like it's not stopping you. Like fear is literally just an emotion. And that's what I try to coach my clients through is just understanding just the same way you get over being sad, the same way you can be happy within an instant is the same way that you can get past fear. So that's kind of what we we chat through before we even get into the process of building the brand. I mean, it's just like old times by doing that, you know, it's just like old times. So <laughs> I'm looking here at your laundry list of achievements since we've last met. Oh. You know, it's, it's it's breaking my table with the weight of papers I'm looking through. But one of the oh, cool things God. that you've done is um, you've actually been a part of several conferences and webinars and you partnered up with a lot of great names. And I know a lot of people, when they want to start their business, partnerships are probably one of the easiest ways to kind of get some helpful recognition and, and actually get some generated profits to yourself. Could you give people tips on how you were able to establish partnerships and appearing on other conferences and webinars? Yeah. So I would just say to seek out people who are kind of on the, doing the same thing that you're wanting to do. So a lot of people look at other people in their industry as, oh my gosh, they're my competition. But one thing you have to remember is their audience may not even know who you are. So instead of like trying to rival against this person, why don't you guys team up and share your knowledge, share your audience? That could possibly, you know, give you more followers and give you more income. Um, and it's not like you're going, you know, working with them just to steal it, but you're you're bringing both of your brains together, both of your geniuses together to create this big, amazing thing. And you're always more powerful when you have, you know, two or three or even four people coming together for one main cause. Um, so I would definitely say, seek out people who are in your industry, people that you admire. Um, also, don't be afraid to reach out to people. That's something I've been like real hesitant to do because I'm like, they don't know who I am. You know, they don't think I suck or something. But just reaching out to people uh, who you admire and, you know, building that relationship with them first and foremost. So I will say, don't just start going to people asking for things. Try to build that relationship. It can be, you know, online, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever platform you use, um, or maybe even just dropping them like a simple email saying, you know what, girl, I just want to say I admire you. And I saw that last blog post that you wrote and it really connected with me. Like start building those relationships um, and then reach out to them and say, you know, I see that we both are helping creative business owners. I was wondering if, you know, we could possibly collaborate for a workshop or collaborate for, uh, I don't know, a work webinar or even like a big product or something. So I would just say to build those relationships and then not be afraid to take the first step. It's kind of like dating. Like <laughs> it's weird, but it really is like dating. Like you, you can't just sit around and just hope that somebody comes to you. Sometimes you got to make the first step. No, I agree. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think people uh, people are afraid sometimes to collaborate or mm -hmm. when they go to collaborate, they're, you know, or when they go to send that email, like you said, they kind of get those self-doubts, like, why am I doing this? Or what if they say mm -hmm. no? Or what if they don't even respond? And then, like you said, mm -hmm. they also look at it as competition. So um, I definitely think uh, what you do and, and what, what, what everyone else is doing, like there's so many creatives in the creative space. 
mm-hmm. that uh, there's definitely a lane for everybody if they, you know, understand their brand and understand what they want to do. So I definitely agree with you with that. Exactly. And there's enough room out here for all of us to win. Like, just because someone is out here doing the same thing that you're doing, their story is going to be different. Their audience may be different. The way they teach it is going to be different and their experience is going to be different. So no matter how much it looks on the outside, like you don't know how they're running their business. So why even try to compare yourself to them? See what I'm saying? Definitely see what you're saying. Um, Mm -hmm. So definitely glad that you're, you know, doing well with yourself. And I also see um, that you have a podcast coming. Is that correct? Yeah, I just announced it today, actually. <laughs> Most news. definitely. Breaking um, news. <laughs> so could you kind of give our listeners, you know, what they should expect from your podcast coming out? Yeah, so it's called, called Living Over Existing, um, and it's going to be an extension of the book I've been working on. Um, so the book is really my story um, of how I was able to be, like, fear and self-doubt and comparison in order to grow my business. Um, And I figured since this book has given me a space to share my story and share my journey, I wanted to provide my audience with a space for them to share theirs as well. I'm huge on storytelling. I feel like one of the best ways you can learn, especially in this space, is to listen to someone else's story. So I really want to bring on amazing women who are I feel are really living out their purpose whether that be through building their business starting a business working at a nonprofit, uh working at like a huge corporate company whatever it may be I just want women to come and have just conversations about how they're living out their purpose and how they're able to make a living around it so coming soon <laughs> it's nerve-wracking i don't see how you guys do it but i'm i'm excited oh man I, that's amazing to hear and of course we are an open book if you ever want tips or just motivation and we'll for sure when it launches do our best to help guide some of our listeners to it because i'm i'm sure as people know if you're doing it it's definitely worthwhile to check out i mean geez I'm, like i said the laundry list of achievements here i can only imagine what you're going to bring to your show Thank you. Thank you. So don't think I'm crazy when I'm emailing y'all like, can I pick your brain? No, (laughs) no, our email is always open. You know, so you're more than welcome to. So, I I mean, it's... (laughs) It's so crazy because, you know, we're here now. I didn't think in our first interview we we would all be able to sit down together again like this and just celebrate Mm -hmm. so much success. So one thing I definitely want to ask is, you know, educate us so we promote growing and learning and definitely positivity. So in the time that we, you know, we've been separate, what is is like the most important lesson you've learned? Uh, Oh, good question. You're making me think. Um... (laughs) I would just say the most important lesson I've learned is that I am more than qualified to do what I need to do or to even pursue my purpose, even when I don't feel like I am. So I, especially with like writing this book, I've, I've felt like I was a writer my entire life. Like I was the kid who went to Walmart for notebooks and pens instead of Barbies, but I don't know. Doing this and kind of feeling like the spotlight is on me or kind of feeling like I have to live up to a certain standard will definitely give you those thoughts of, can I do this? Do, you know, am I even deserving to do this? 
So just in the past few months, just getting over my own mental obstacles and just learning that, you know, this, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in this season and that I am 100% qualified to do it because if I wasn't meant to be, you know, I never would have gotten the idea for it in the first place. So just constantly keeping that in mind and not allowing my own self-doubts and, you know, own kind of mental blocks to hold me back. So really it's a lot of me taking my own advice, <laughs> which is, which is why I think what I do is so genuine in a way, because I'm, I'm not going to tell you I'm perfect. I struggle every single day. So when I tell you, you know, fear doesn't have to hold you back. I know that because I've gone through it myself and I'm still currently going through it. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been through the past few months. <laughs> Yeah, definitely sounds sounds like a lot, but at the same time, we know you're doing your thing. Uh, Thank you. And also, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about you know just organizing your 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 business. You know, setting up time to work on your entrepreneurship, especially say like I'm an say you know entrepreneurs uh, have a, another job on the side. You know, how do they? How do you suggest that they organize their time to focus on their business, even though they have a, a nine to five? I would say sacrifice. Okay. If you know you have to be at work at nine, you should be getting up at like six to work on your business. If you know you get off at five o'clock, you should be, you know, instead of watching TV and watching Netflix when you get home, you should be working on your business. Like it's sacrifice. Instead of, you know, going out every single weekend, tell your homegirls you got to stay home one weekend and literally just buckle down and work on your business. Like everything you want can be achieved if you're willing to make sacrifices for it. So you you have to just learn how to make time. I even tell um, people, if you have a full hour for your lunch break, you should be reading a book, listening to a podcast, outlining a blog post or something while you're munching on your sandwich. Like make use of the time that you have. Like I, you can't make excuses for not having time if you you found time to binge watch, you know, Netflix for three hours that was time you could have been scheduling social media outlining blog posts uh answering back your emails like that's time that could be used so it's really just prioritizing and making sacrifices and not saying let me say to you not saying that you can't rest and have fun because i'm all for it but still you shouldn't be resting and having fun every single day And that is the definition of what I like to call a, a gem right there. <laughs> Just make sacrifices. You have to. You have to basically you have to work towards what you want. It doesn't come for free, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I think one of the cool things you touched about on is how uh, you revamped your business and you've went from you know not as many clients to now more of a small intimate group so you could really get that one on one time when it comes to coaching. Could you basically tell us like how do you feel you know that transition has been and do you ever like long to kind of go back to having more clients? Not necessarily having more clients because I like the amount I have right now, but definitely wanting to create all the things all the time. <laughs> um, I, you you guys know you're creative. Your mind is constantly running with new ideas and things you want to create and especially me being in this process of book writing and podcast launching, I know it's not practical for me to do all the things. 
Um, but yeah, that's been my b- biggest struggle is coming up with an idea and not being able to like act on it immediately like I normally would um, and having to just write it down in a notebook and push it to the side until I can get to it. So that's been my biggest struggle. So not necessarily more clients. It's just wanting to do everything. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think for mm-hmm. me, like when I'm like at my I have a job that, you know, requires a lot of driving and traveling. Mm-hmm. So during that time, I'll have like a like I'll have like a great idea and mm-hmm. I want to, you know, act on it immediately. But I'm in the middle of traveling. I'm in the middle of driving. So it kind of mm-hmm. it for me, it kind of sucks because I put it to the side and then I often don't come back to it. So, I mean, what would you mm-hmm. suggest in that in that instance that uh, that you should do with your with your creative and your ideas? I would say in as soon as. As you can to get out every single like detail that you have in your head if you're anything like me when I get an idea all of a sudden like details just kind of spurt from it um you can use like Evernote and do like an audio and like save the audio so you can come back to it um I think you can do it in like Google Drive too but definitely get out all the details while you're still super hype about it and then set an alarm or some type of reminder for you to go back into your notebook or go back into like your app where you saved it to revisit the idea. Uh, so I think it's just important to remind remind yourself that, oh, yeah, this was a good idea. Let me let me get back on that and see what I can do with it. Because I'm the same way. I will think of an idea, scribble it on a random piece of paper, and then I'll lose the paper and yeah. the idea is gone. So it's really important to just have all of your ideas in one central location and then setting like a reminder, like tell Siri to remind you later on to revisit that idea. That's true. I mean, that's kind of one of those things that, you know, you, you know, I got to use technology nowadays to, to help me out. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. <laughs> and I'm like anti-technology. I, I still write yeah. almost everything down, but it's helpful. No, I agree with you. Oh, my, my co-host sound like a, a stubborn old man saying that. Technology. <laughs> 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 no, I'm used to, yeah, I'm not, phone. I'm not really good with taking notes on my phone, to be honest with you. Like it, mm-hmm. it like, I, like you said, like I'm definitely a pen to paper type of person, uh, mm-hmm. especially when I do the, when I do the show, like I'm always taking notes and, and writing mm-hmm. things down. I feel like, I don't know, there's something about putting a pen to paper that just makes you feel more creative i guess like like you're you're an author or something or you're painting your thoughts down a pic on a on a notebook and you can still like carry a notebook around with you and then when you get a chance write everything down i do that too just it's just finding like what what works best for you and then just making sure that you are revisiting that idea all right definitely take your take your advice on that Mm -hmm. yes please do because she is full of amazing ideas if you haven't gotten to this show. <laughs> um, well, Alicia, you, you've once again hit the threshold again for it. Getting to that time, we have to hit you with the famous Educate Us a two-piece. The last two questions. The first one is always easy. As a refresher to our audience, can you please tell us how we can connect with you? Yeah, so uh, you can find me at thealishanicole.com. Um, you can find the upcoming podcast at livingoverexisting.com. Um, and then I'm on social media literally everywhere at the Alicia Nicole. That's what you call branding, folks. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> and then the last question, this is going to be interesting to, to see how things have changed since we last spoke, but what would be some parting words that you could once again leave with our audience? 
Oh, goodness. I think it's going to be what I've learned since I last talked to you guys. So you're qualified. You are more than qualified. Um, Whatever that idea, that big business idea, that new career change, whatever it may be that is burning inside of you that you currently feel like you can't take on, you are more than qualified. Once you take the first step, I promise you, all the other steps will be put into place for you, but you have to be willing to meet your ideas halfway. <laughs> I know it's late July, but I'm, I'm just seeing them in the air right now after hearing that. <laughs> well, Alicia, you've been a pleasure. It, it, I mean, I feel like the second time was yeah, even better than the first time. You. So, I mean, like, you've definitely taught me and Paul some even more stuff about like what we didn't even know that you could do and just about life in general. So we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me guys. Well, well, we should talk again in like a year when I have like a child or something and I can be like, y'all, I'm stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) So I like that because that's two things right there. That's like your pre-planning next interview, which is good because you don't got to fight your secretary again. So I like that part. The the second one is also you're planning like, oh, I have a child by then too. So that's, that's the letting you know how much of an entrepreneur she is, folks. She's, you know, year round, she already got the goals in mind. So that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Got to get them out of the way. But <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much, y'all. And there you have it, folks. That was Alicia Nicole dropping by once again to give us that great knowledge and advice. Emilio, what you think, man? I mean, it's such a pleasure that we have this extended family, this network, and Alicia's a part of it. I mean, one of the cool things about her is that long after her episode debuted it, she was promoing us on Twitter and spreading the word. And we really appreciate guests like that because, you know, after your week is up, you really don't have any obligation to help us out if you want to. So for her to go back and, and still promo the episode, still try and keep within reach, let people know about it, that that that's amazing because it, it really is like... You know, the smart way of doing things, you have this, you know, episode where you showcase yourself in your business. Why not keep promoting it? Why not keep letting people know that it's out there? So she came on here and she basically did, like, amazing again. She was able to fill us in on what happened in this time period since we last spoke. Told us about marriage. Told us about what she's doing with her business. And, I mean, we just had fun. Like, it, it, it was great the second time because, we, you know, the, the nerves and the nerves were, you know, a little bit calmer, cooler on both sides. And we were able to let it fly and have a great interview, great conversation. I mean, I really do feel like even though uh, we went in with the recap reunion phase, she really did deliver a lot of valuable advice and insight, especially to any entrepreneurs out there who are trying to figure out how to balance not only work and life, but how they can, you know, make a hustle out of their own lunch break. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, And I agree with her. It takes a lot of sacrifice to build your own brand, build your own business, or even to learn something secondary. Like if you're working on your master's while you're working, uh, if you're just doing something in addition to working, it it takes a toll on you because when you come home from your job or when when you're done with a lot of work during the day, you kind of want to tune out, kind of put yourself on cruise control. But you know, and that's all well and, and good uh, every once in a while, but you definitely need some of that time to continue to develop yourself. And that's what, you know, people who, you know, do well and be successful in life, they take advantage of the time that is supposed to be your chill time, supposed to be your downtime, supposed to be your relaxing time, and they start doing other projects. So 
Um, if that is an advice to start your own gig, I don't know what is. Exactly. But you know what doesn't take sacrifice? Finding out how you, yes, you, can reach us. Educators reach through a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word. There you post snaps, mind the scene videos, and little inspirational things to get you pumping and going throughout the week. We are also on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Hustle Podcast. We give you a little photo promos of our guests of that week, and Paul will curate some positivity to put into your life and help you get over the hump. You can also find our page on Facebook and like it by typing in Educate Hustle. That's two words, Educate Hustle. You know you've reached the right page because you'll see that logo that you guys all know and love. Now let me take a break from that plugging to go into some more plugging. If you have not already, what are you waiting for? Please rate and review us on iTunes. It's so easy to do. All you gotta do is go to Apple Podcasts, that's a little purple app on your phone or on your computer if you have iTunes, and simply type in Educate Hustle, two words, you'll see our show logo, click it, and once you click it, in the middle is a column that says review, hit that column button, and type in a title of your review, give us that five star treatment if you don't mind, you know that five star treatment, then write in some review content, it could be something short and sweet as it's lit, or something long and thorough and deep, such as it's still lit, we'll take any reviews and please, 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 just, if you have the chance to do it because the more views we get the more awareness we make the more awareness we make the more guests that we get and the more guests that we get the better shows that you get so it all goes hand in hand as the lion king taught you when you were younger it's the circle of life now let me get out of that plugging to go into our initial plugging once again we're on twitter you can follow us at educator underscore hustle once again that is educator underscore hustle there we do daily interactions tweets remind you not only episodes that came out this week but also past episodes that you should definitely listen to and then of course last but not least if you really feel like we did a great job and you learned something or that you really want to be on the show or you want to figure out some ways to collab with us or if you even need podcast advice like miss nicole you can without hesitation email us at educate podcast at gmail.com once again that is educate podcast at gmail.com all right bro you know you gotta lead us out man lead us out people 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 as always go out there Get success. Take advantage of your day. If Alicia Cole was an inspiration, I mean, I don't know what else can be. She is someone who not only has conquered marriage so far and her own business, but she's also making new lanes, new avenues, not only through her book, but through her podcast coming out. She's the definition of why stop when you can do more. I mean, just think about it. You have your job right now. You want something new. You want to change the pace of life. Go out and figure out how you can do it. Don't stop just there. Become a content creator. Become a blogger. Become a video person on YouTube. Find something that has your passion into it and incorporate it. Make the sacrifice of, yes, I know you're going to be tired when you get home from work, but just think about it. You're trying to work towards the life you want to live. And this job economy now, this economy now, if you want to do something great that stands out, you're going to have to put the time in to do it. Whether that means you're doing it on your own paper, your own time, your own dime, you have to go out there and do it, folks, because it's not going to do itself. And you got to stay educated and keep hustling. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.